it's time for Rod and Real Radio with your hosts, Hop Along John Cassidy, fresh and saltwater expert angler Stan Vanderberg, and all-around outdoors fishing and hunting enthusiast Wendy Toshihara. If you love the outdoors, enjoy salt or freshwater fishing, this is the show for you. We'll cover most all of the fishing tournaments and events with special reports while providing you with the information you need as to how and where to experience the best fishing opportunities in Southern California, Baja, Alaska, or just about anywhere the fish are biting. Rod and Real Radio brought to you by El Cajon Ford at Broadway and Main or online at ElCajonFord.com. Whether it's time for a new or used car or truck or you need to take advantage of San Diego's best quick lane for service with genuine Ford parts, brand name tires at competitive prices, remember nobody beats El Cajon Ford. We have some fantastic guests and reports lined up for you this evening, so sit back, relax, and get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. It's all right here, right now, on Rod and Real Radio, the best stop on your radio. Radio dial for all the information you need for fishing opportunities all over the United States. Now here's your host, Hop Along, John Cassidy. Well, thank you, thank you, Mark Larson and Southern California. Welcome to Ron Real Radio. I am indeed your underfished host, Hop Along, John Cassidy, and I cannot tell you how pleased we are that you would choose to come and hang with us tonight. I think we put together a show that's going to make it worth your while. It's going to be fun, informative. We're going to have a lot of laughs, but we're also going to give you some of the latest information on what's happening on the fishing scene here in Southern California. Hey, let me give you an idea who we've got on tonight. We've got Mark Hupp. He is from the uh, Echolisser uh, uh, Company. They are makers of the Rocklease Barotrauma Descending Device. we got the Rock Cot season opening up, and the Rocklease is the device you definitely want with you. We're going to get together with Mark and find out why. And then later on, Mr. Wayne Cotto will be with us. Wayne is the California Director for the Coastal Conservation Association of California. Uh, the Coastal Conservation Association. They've got a special happening happening at the Fred Hall Show. You're going to want to know all about it. But then we've also been involved that there's a special something happening with one of the projects they're involved in. We're going to get involved with that and tell you what that's all about. And then Captain Chuck Taft from Sea Adventure Sports Fishing will be with us. And Captain Chuck not only will be at the Fred Hall Show, but he's going to be with us tonight on the Doc Talk segment, talking a little bit about the yellowtail fishing, rock cod season, and any other thing that's happening in the Southern California area. And then starting at 6 o'clock, we're going to have the man himself, the lead promoter for the Fred Hall Shows, Mr. Bart Hall, will be with us, and he's going to be filling us in on everything that's going to be happening at the Fred Hall Shows starting this Wednesday, March the 1st. But before we get into that, let me introduce to you the co-hosts of Rod Real Radio. First, this individual is the voice of 1-800-BASSBOAT and a darn good fisherman in his own right, Mr. Stan Vandenberg. Stan, howdy! How do you do, John? Good evening, everybody. Well, you know, the best thing I can say so far is the lakes in California have water in them. Yeah. <laughs> Almost all of them have an upswing. Uh, some of them are full or, or close to it, including uh, San Antonio is coming way up. Even Casitas has 13 feet of water better than they had in January 1st. So everything's working right. Kachuma came way up. I, I mean, it's been a pretty positive season so far. 
You know, uh, Stan, what was really exciting is to see a, a lake like Berryessa that's been down for so long, and the spillway system that they have for Berryessa called the Glory Hole is absolutely more unique than any other, I think, in any lake that I've seen in the country. I'll vote for that. It's a giant tube with a flare. It looks like the end of a trumpet sticking up out of the water, and when the water gets over the top of it, it just flows right into that the end of that trumpet and goes right out down to the river, which is pretty unique, but it's a cool, if you've ever seen a, a picture of it, it's a, it's quite a, a deal, but they haven't seen that in years. Wow. Hey, let's get to the other co-host of Rod Real Radio. She is a national sales manager for Iserline and many other fine products in the fishing industry she represents. She's a great outdoor enthusiast in her own right, fishing, hunting, you name it, if it's happening outdoors, this gal's with it. Miss Wendy Toshihara. Wendy, howdy. Howdy. You can now add mushroom hunter. <laughs> well, there you have it. What, what are we making? Well, no, we only found poisonous mushrooms, so we didn't bring those home. But uh, oh, well. we could go mushroom hunting with all this rain and stuff. <laughs> You didn't find them, or you didn't get anything to cook with, at least? Oh, yeah, no, we only found poisonous ones, so uh, we didn't bring those home. Oh, well, leave those alone. John, did we lose you? Uh, might have, oh. He might have switched off there. Are you there, John? Sounds like yep. he's gone south here for a bit. Might have trouble in the box. Yep, I think so. Hell, well, you know what? I, I drove, we drove by Kachuma um, this past weekend. And, oh, my goodness, that thing is full. Really? It, yeah. It's a, it's well, a it has a lot of little river inlets, but what is the, not Matillahot, uh, Gibraltar or something like that, is the, the dam behind it has an, over, had an overflow since, uh, shoot, I think it was 2011. They had a little bit, but the lake was down to a creek instead of a lake, way, way down. They did some uh, work on the dam a while back and lowered it on purpose. <clears throat> Then we had no rain for six or seven years to, to, to fill it back up. And now, I mean, it came up from a creek channel when all, all of the rains came through to actually the lake. Uh, and I think it's full all the way to the back end. I don't know. It's, I think they have some area that they can rise to. Uh, uh-huh. But with all of the different creeks that come in, the river in the back and, and each arm the, has a uh, creek coming into it. So it gets water pretty quickly when it rains hard, but until these last three storms that came through, pretty much the area from Oxnard to above Santa Barbara was still in uh, a deprivation of water zone. They did not have any rain, substantial rains coming through the area there, and they were still saying no, they, that those areas were still in trouble, obviously, because... Casitas and Kachuma were way, way down. Casitas is still way, way down, but it's only come up 13 feet because they're diverting the water for those fictitious steelhead that are supposed to run up that river that's dry in <laughs> well, the summertime. Know, but but at least it's come up thir- uh, the 13 feet since January. But to hear the Kachuma is almost all the way up, they put it on Facebook. It's pretty amazing. It is because last year Merritt and I drove by there, and like you said, it was a creek. You know, I mean, the back end was totally empty, totally dry, and, uh, you know, where it used to always flood into the brush and everything, and 
totally dry, but, I mean, there's so much water there now. It's great. It's amazing. And, and it was just this past summer when it was, you know, when it was like that. So just amazing. Well, to have as much water coming through as they, we've had, we're, we've been blessed a little bit, um, to say the least. We've been blessed a lot in California because the, uh, the water tables are coming back up. Uh, they took the drought away from uh, the area up in Northern California and only this one little area <laughs> from, from Oxnard through uh, above Santa Barbara had still, the, the drought was still qualifying there. So now it looks like they're lifting that a little bit. Well, at least they've got a consumer going. Casitas oh, and the people up there that control the water, unfortunately, are not doing as good a job. But, you know, at least they're getting some coming in, and that's a good thing. Right. Well, it's going to be nice now with all those people who own boats. They're going to be able to launch their boats at all the local lakes now. And uh, this summer is going to be, or this spring is going to be a great fishing season, I hope. Well, it should be, guys. As a matter of fact, you got lakes like uh, uh, Clear Lake that are too full and yep. uh, are actually flooding out some of the homes around there. So <clears throat> you got a little too much of a good thing in some places, but... I think the real tragedy still is all the water going into the sea. I don't know what you can say about that. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> bad, no, so bad. bad judgment. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, let's get with our first guest. Hey, he is from the Echolaser Company. They are the makers of the Rock Lease Paratrauma Descending Device. We got rock cod season just upon us. I thought we'd bring him aboard to tell us a little bit about the Rock Lease. Mr. Mark Hupp. Mark, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, it is great being here. Man, I was knocked off the air for a little bit, but it's live radio. What can I tell you? We're here now, Mark. Uh, hey, Mark, tell us a little bit about bear trauma itself, what it is, and why the rock lease is an important dev uh, device to have to help save fish. Sure. With Well, with rock cod season coming up on, uh, I believe it's coming up Wednesday next week, right around the start of Fred Hall, there's going to be a lot of people getting back out there fishing rock cod, and one of the things that uh, that's really become important is having a good method to actually release these fish back into the water. And one of the neat things that's actually come around is due to some of the conservation efforts as well as a lot of anglers releasing the fish, is some of the, some of the rules are changing for next year. Uh, we're actually able to now keep canary rockfish in California as well as the Bacasio no longer have a sub-bag limit, so you'll be able to fill all 10 of your uh, of your bag with a Bacasio. But when it comes down to actually using these devices, what they do is when you bring a fish up from the deep water, they have a small air bubble, a small air bubble inside their bladder, and that grows in, in multiples of size as it comes up. You know, every atmosphere it's going through, it's about doubling in size. And what happens is that fish gets on the surface and it can't get back down. You may have seen it in the past with the eyes sticking out and, you know, you'll see a stomach. But what they've done is uh, there's been a lot of research between California, Oregon State, Alaska, and Washington, and they found that if you actually send these fish down, they can survive long term. So what we've done is we have a device that what you do is you clip it on the lower lip of the fish and you've got a one-pound weight attached to it, and it's tied off to a rod that you have sitting there ready to go. Send it back down to the bottom, and then as soon as it's down at the depth you want to release, all you got to do is yank up on the rod like you're setting the hook, and the fish is able to swim off, and, uh, and it can continue to be part of that ecosystem or even mature to a fish that you'd want to keep later on. 
Wow, Mark, uh, I think you have found, though, that, you know, through a lot of the photographic evidence that you've done with the device, let's say even if you're fishing in a couple of hundred feet of water or 300 feet of water, it is not necessary, though, to bring that fish all the way down to the bottom. Uh, 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 it, it, as long as you get down maybe 120, 150 feet, then the fish deembolizes and is able to swim back down from where it came. Yeah, that's actually it's, that's very true because really it's those last couple of atmospheres when it's coming up where the majority of that gas expands. So what we're doing is we're generally fishing between 300 to 360, um, and in that depth we're sending them back down about 120 to 150, and we've had a really good rate of successful release. Uh, we've released over 500 fish, and you know it's it's very rare that we'll have one pop back up. Wow, well that's great because. It is just terrible when you're you're catching rockfish and there are little starlings or whatever it is that you don't want to keep, and you don't have any way of taking them back. And you think to yourself, or at least I used to kind of think to myself, you see those eyes bulging, you see their uh, air bladder coming out of your mouth, and you go, boy, that fish is going to perish no matter what. So it turns out being food for the seals or the seagulls or whatever it is, but your findings are that's not necessarily the case. That fish can still survive. Yeah, depending on the species, they can have a survival rate between eighty to ninety percent. And even with those eyes bulging like that, you wouldn't you'd think the fish would have some significant eye damage. But what they found is, you know, within anywhere from two hours to about two to four days, those fish will begin to feed again. And they've actually done studies where they've brought these fish up and then they've recompressed them, put them in tanks, and then found that, you know, it can be anywhere between a couple of hours to a couple of days, but the fish are actually going back to feeding and surviving long term. You know, I guess I would find myself, if I were subject to an alien invasion like that, I'd be off my feed, too, for a couple of days before I get back into it. So I guess I can understand how the fish, at first being somewhat traumatized, sent back down, and it it's living again. Now, I understand that there are some states like Alaska where they have to have, it's mandatory that there's a barotrauma device on each boat that's going out. Yeah, two years ago, Alaska adopted that, where if you're going to be fishing uh, pretty much anywhere that you can catch rockfish, you've got to have a release device on board. And then this year, Oregon picked it up as well. And I believe Oregon's requiring it in anything deeper than 30 fathoms or if you're targeting rockfish. Well, it's a great device to have. Not only have we used it in salt water, but we've used it in fresh water too, especially at lakes like San Vicente where we're fishing deep and those fish are coming out of 60 feet of water and you bring them on up and, you know, you want to take that great picture or you want to take the uh, uh, the glory shot of your best five fish. But if they're in the uh, uh, live well for any amount of, amount of time, they do embolize. But this way you can send them uh, right down and they're, as good as new, much rather than just having them float away and, and try to get down on their own. It, the, the device is really great. Now, it's going to be available, I think, at the Fred Hall shows, and then obviously it's available at many of the fine tackle stores throughout uh, Southern California. Yeah, well, we'll be at Fred Hall. Uh, come on by and say hi to us at the booth. I'll definitely come by and see you while we're up there. And uh, I know it's available at Arsenal for sure. 
And we've got a couple other ones here in San Diego that have it, as well as all the way up to uh, Oregon, British Columbia, Washington, and Alaska. And right. recently we actually we yeah. got picked up by a store out in, I believe it was Arkansas, where they're starting to send back some of the larger freshwater fish in the deeper lakes. Oh, that is indeed good news. Marty, tell us, uh, where can we find more information online about the uh, the Rockleys and what you're doing? And I think you've got some videos that that people uh, can uh, view just to see exactly how the device works. Yeah, so you can go to our, our website, which is ecoleaser.com. That's E-C-O-L-E-E-S-E-R.com. And we've got some good information on there as well as um, NOAA and California Fishing Game. Um, you know, a really good way to do it is you can check out some of the YouTube videos we've posted, and you can see these fish Coming up, and you know they show obvious signs of barotrauma with the eyes sticking out and the distended stomach, and you know when they get down about 120 feet, like you were saying earlier, all that stuff pops back in. You release them, and you can see them swimming back down to the bottom. Yeah. And the, it, the product has really been a help in the bass fishing world, especially for the tournament guys. That you've got to pick the fish up, and you know you catch them, you put them in your live well, and, and unless you needle the fish, which uh, if if you don't have to, that's a great way to do it. You know, you've got your fish that are living and they're doing well on live well, pumping water through them, but they're belly up because they've been, you know, the they're bloated with the with the air. And then you catch one that's bigger than one you have, and and you either have a choice of needling that fish to get that air out of that bladder, or if you have this piece of equipment, it's real simple to just clip it and let them back down and unbutton them and let them go again and and there's no drama or trauma to the fish which i think is a really great tool yeah and it's definitely fast i mean we're releasing fish and in, in real deep water in under a minute so i'm you know on a lake you can get a fish back down to the bottom 30 seconds and you're back fishing again well a lot of times the guys don't want to call a fish right in the arena where they're where they're catching them uh because mm-hmm. they feel that you know that fish goes down and sometimes it emits some type of pheromone or whatever hormone that maybe says, you know, stop eating, it's dangerous up there. I, nobody knows, but uh, there's an element of the guys don't want to release the fish right where they're catching them. But to be able to take that fish, move it out to deeper water, drop it drop it into a different location where it's safe, you know, or where they're safe, or they feel it's safe at least, and and let that fish live and not have to needle the fish has really been a great a, a great boon for our our tournaments. I really like the the barotrauma thing. Yeah, that's great to hear. All right. Well, Mark Hupp, we'll be looking forward to seeing you at the Fred Hall shows. Also, if you go to our site ronrealradio.com, we have an icon there that uh, for uh, 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 echo laser and just press that and it'll take you right over to the site mike uh, mark i appreciate you being with us and good luck at the french hall show we look forward to seeing you there yeah same to you guys we'll see you up there and definitely come by and say hi and thanks a lot for having me on all right thanks for You're being with us. hey guys we got to take a break right now coming up next wayne Cotto from the cca is going to be with us stay tuned there's still lots more rod and reel radio to come Thank you. 
You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s, at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect, finally a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main at El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at ElCajonFord.com. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel specially heat treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, HM Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. 2015 and 16, Quantum Fishing's gone and done it again for you with the brand new redesigned Smoke PT Reel Series. Everything from your spinning reels all the way to your bait casters, the PTA design has the new PTXA frame, lighter, stronger, bone crushing drag, Quantum Fishing. We are performance tuned. Check them out at Angler's Arsenal in La Mesa or anglersarsenal.com or give us a call at 619 466 8355. It's a big deal, you know. I've always wanted to be on Rod and Real Radio. I, <laughs> I won the Bassmaster Classic. I did a, a McDonald's commercial, but now I know I've made it. I fulfilled my dream. <laughs> that is just absolutely awesome. Welcome back to Rod and Real Radio. Stan, Wendy, and I are happy that you're here. Hey, time to introduce to you our next guest. He is the California Director for the Coastal Conservation Association, Mr. Wayne Cota. Wayne, how are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Great, great. Hey, Wendy, Wendy, you're still there, aren't you? I sure am. Wendy, you informed me that a project that the CCA was working on has had a, a little major development. You and Wayne want to talk about that real quick? Sure, because we are really excited about it, and I didn't expect for this to happen. But, Wayne, go ahead. Or should I just blurt out, we had babies. 
<laughs> so we are, we are at the Hub Seawell Research Institute, you know, we work on the white sea bass project, uh, trying to keep the, uh, the fish uh, out at the hatchery program. Well, we're working on that next uh, species, which is uh, California halibut. And we did a broodstock trip in November where we took a bunch of CCA California members out there and we caught some broodstock. We have them at Hub Sea World Research in, in uh, Mission Bay, and we just were informed that they spawned. So oh we have baby halibut now in, in the hatchery program. Really? So that's awesome. Yeah. That is indeed so, awesome. Now, uh, is the, is the uh, hatchery setting there, is it set up that it can successfully retain babies like that, Wayne? Uh, what uh, was the process to to keep these away from maybe the larger fish that uh, might chow down on them? Uh, they have a full program that they do, just like they do with the white sea bass, where they uh, they put the broodstock into, until they're ready to, to spawn, and then they take the, the babies out and they put them aside in other tanks, and, and, uh, and they grow them. Wow. And then uh, at this point, we're not, we're not uh, able to release them out into the wild yet as part of the hatchery program, but this is the, uh, some of the first steps that we're working on right here. Right. So this is good news. Uh, any idea uh, how many spawn w- was actually uh, uh, made in this, uh, this event here? I, I don't. I, I was just told that that happened. Wow. Uh, I don't know the actual quantity. Hopefully they're going to give us a little write-up so we can get that published out here really quick. Well, that's, that's, been a, that's been a long time coming. I remember when I went down to the, the Hub Center, this is way back when, when they were first trying to get everything, you know, nailed down and, and get the, the project started, for even for the halibut there, where they were trying to make the right environment and get the right things set up for that particular species of fish that they already had the things going for the, the sea bass. But that's, that's pretty great that they've got to that point, and now they've got it to where they're spawning in, in Captivity is amazingly good. Yeah, it's, it's all good news. Uh, you know, hopefully we can uh, expand this program and and then keep working on other species, and that'll help us with our, uh, our overall goal of having uh, a sustainable sport. Oh, Wayne, that is good, such good news. But the other good news is, is we have the Fred Hall shows coming up, and the CCA has a program online for people that are interested in joining that's just you know, really, Sako, why don't you tell us about it? Well, the program that we have at the Fred Hall shows yeah. for uh, us is a, is a package deal. It's not online. It's actually at the show. So if you want to come down, we offer this package deal where you get our annual membership, you get a Fred Hall entry, you get a coupon book that has great uh, opportunities to, for discounts, raffles, and some giveaways. And then on top of that, you get a little goodie bag from us. Um, and, and, you know, the, the, the coupon book in itself pretty much gives your money back. So, you know, if you can take advantage of some of those, if you're going there to buy things, it's a good idea to get the coupon book. So that, that's, uh, that's our special we have. It's at both entrances. It'll be at all, uh, both the L.A. show, Long Beach, and Del Mar show here in San Diego. Now tell us uh, about membership. What does that involve, Wayne? Membership is an annual membership uh, with the coupon deal. It's $30 a year. It's our base membership. Uh, we have memberships that go anywhere from $30, $50, $100, annuals, and then we have uh, lifetime memberships that are uh, starting at $1,000 uh, up to as much as you would like to contribute. Uh, there's different levels. And there's even a monthly or a quarterly uh, purchase program for the $1,000 program. 
uh, uh, lifetime membership. And all that money in the $1,000 and above stays in the state for the most part. You know, we have a few things that have to control the, uh, the expenses of the membership from national, but the, for the most part it stays in the state, which helps all of us out. And any excess, if you pay the $30, which is to, to be involved, to get involved, anything over and above that goes to, and it stays in, the, in our program local to fight the fights that we need to fight here. Isn't that true? Uh, well, there's different levels. If you sign up at, on the national packages, thirty, fifty, hundred dollars, those actually that actually goes to national. What we try to do here in the state is we sign everybody up on annuals of thirty dollars, and anything else above that we take as a donation to the state. See, not so only it's, that it's, great—it's just the way we sign them up. Not only that great package that you have that you're going to be giving out for the shows and everything like that, but then that also gives you subscribed to the CCA magazine, which is a pretty neat deal, too. It's an award-winning uh, Tide magazine. It comes out six times a year. Uh, we all contribute articles to it, so it is a conservation magazine for the nation. So there's a lot of information about what's going on all around the country from the different chapters and the different organizations that support us. So it is a very good magazine, and uh, and again, we, uh, we get to contribute to it, so there's some good writers here in Southern California that love to write articles, and then the people around the country get to read all about our West Coast fishing. Wow. Wayne, you've been traveling around the state. Uh, are, are you beginning to get the sense that that uh, the mood of the fishermen is beginning to change, that they're becoming more proactive and believe that they have to in order to maintain the outdoor experience that we've we've known here for so long? Yeah, I, what I figured, yeah, it's, it's what you've been saying, you know, it, it's people need to stay involved. Uh, we're starting to feel that again because they're hearing all these issues that keep popping up every day, whether it's the Bluefin Endangered Species Act, the National Monuments issues, the lead uh, that uh, the ex-president uh, tried to sign into the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Department. Uh, all these things keep coming up, and without somebody like us around, there's not going to be anybody fighting the fight, and we're very, very important to the to the uh, long term of our sport here in California. Because right here in California, with our own fish and game department, our fish and wildlife department, our fish and game commission, our coastal commission, and all the local agencies that, you know around here, there's always something coming up. Uh, we we keep we keep losing areas like our our. Uh, they keep trying to shut the piers down. They're trying to lose the sport fishing in certain. Uh, areas. Uh, every time we turn around, there's some issue coming up. So, you know, I think the big difference is need members. The the difference is now people are seeing that the CCA is actually there for the fishing industry, where the group prior to kind of sold us out, and 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 the monies that were given, they found that you know, hey, in the end, it didn't help a bit, and they weren't there to to help or support any of the ongoing fights. Now we're seeing that the CCA won. It's a national program, and it's, it's not just in California. And, and they actually have attorneys and people that will work to make sure that we continue to have the freedom to fish in the areas that we have and to grow the sport, which is really the one thing that, that, that was lacking prior to. And now you even the freshwater guys, when the lead band came in, it's not just the people looking for let's let's build a reef on the coast and make the fishing off the coast better and and, and make the fishing uh, uh, better by putting the 
white sea bass with the halibut back in. But now it really affects fishermen in, uh, you know, behind. Everybody's looking at the ocean. All the fishermen behind you now it affects all the people that are fishing in the local lakes and streams because it the consequences can be huge for our fishing industry. Also, it's it's a it's a bigger program than people realize and. Now it's kind of just getting to the point where people are recognizing that this is a really good thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We uh, the uh, the program, the way that we're set up with CCA National being around for forty years now, uh, having a parent over the top of us, us being the new child on the block in the California chapter. Uh, it, it's a good uh, it's a good uh, hierarchy for us. It keeps the uh, it keeps the consistency of management, the consistency of message. It gives you the national presence. Uh, we have full time lobbyists and lawyers in Washington, so we have that federal side covered, which a regional group doesn't have the size or the or the financial backing to usually get there. Um, and then we're gonna we're gonna expand until we cover the whole state. Uh, right now we're concentrated right now in Southern California, but uh, we're working on expanding up the coast. We just opened up our our chapter in um, the Channel Islands area with Santa Barbara, Ventura, and Oxnard. Yes. And we're going to continue to keep growing up the coast. You know, Wayne, do you find uh, or have you have any indication that with this new administration that is getting set up in Washington, and I understand they've only been there for 100 days, is do you think they are going to lean more favorably to the outdoorsmen and the sportsmen and and to the fishing interests than we've seen with uh, uh, the past administration? We can only hope and guess at this point. We have, we're still waiting for some of the final appointments to be made and, and, um, and it's confirmed. Uh, we need to uh, watch, all, obviously, with the Department of Interior and Department of Commerce, uh, and then down below that with NOAA and NIMP. Uh, those are going to be some important uh, areas that we need to watch. Um, and that should come in our favor. Uh, so far, the appointments have been all uh, positive that we've seen. Um, and then we know that the two sons are both uh, hunters and fishermen, so that can't hurt us. Yeah, yeah you bet. Hopefully, hopefully we're seeing the momentum shift. I think, you know, the, the more we get the word out, the more we are going to have both sides of that coin be more interactive with the CCA at the most people, most of the people out there that fish don't really know that there is actually someone that's on on the team with you know people in in the federal end and local end that can help maintain what we have and grow what we have. Yeah, and some good news that CCA's had is uh, right off the bat when we uh, when we started up the California chapter, we got on the Pacific Fisheries Management Council. One of our state uh, directors. Um, state board of directors. He's on now uh, representing the recreational fishermen. He's out in Northern California. That's Mark Kabelnik. And then we uh, we got John Bellotti, who's the president of the LA chapter. He got nominated to go into a MPA Fisheries Advisory Council, which is under NOAA also. And he got nominated and accepted into that. So that's a position at the federal level. And just lately, there was openings on Marie, uh, MAFAC, which is also under NOAA Fisheries. And we had three people put their names in the hat, which were uh, Donna Kalis from Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, Todd Mansur, the uh, captain out of 
Dan Warp Sport Fishing, and Captain David Bacon out of Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. So that was very good news. Well, uh, that we had three very qualified but diverse background type people um, put their names in the hat, and we backed all three of them. Well, Wayne, it sounds like uh, nothing can happen though without membership, and it all, you know, starts for a lot of people here again at the Fred Hall shows in both Long Beach, Bakersfield, and Santa uh, San Diego. Again, you'll be there with uh, some special incentives that people should take advantage of. Uh, that. Uh, they'll get a return there that'll be above and beyond what their membership is. Absolutely. Well, hey, John, you've got a coupon in our coupon book. Tell them about it. Yeah, Rod Real Radio and Angler's Arsenal, we've got a Quantum Monster 300 reel that we're going to be giving away, and I know there's all kinds of things. And then we've Rod Real Radio has a, a something they're going to give to everyone that brings a coupon to the Rod Real Radio booth we're going to make sure that you get something to take home with you. So there's there's no losers here. It's all winners, Wayne. And thanks a lot for giving us the opportunity to be involved. Oh, my pleasure. I'm glad you guys are on board with us. Can't do it without all of us working together. All right. Wayne Coto, uh, the California director for the Coastal Conservation Association of California. Wayne, we look forward to seeing you starting Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, Wednesday for the general public at the Fred Hall Shows in Long Beach. Thanks for being with us. Looks like he dropped. Yep. Well, one of those days, I guess, to be dropped. Hey, guys, <laughs> we're not going to drop. We're going to send you right into a commercial break right now. But coming up next, if we can get it done, Captain Chuck Taft from Sea Adventure Sport Fishing is going to be with us. Stay tuned. There's still lots more Rod and Reel Radio to come. Are you ready to sell your current boat and upgrade in preparation for the 2017 fishing season? It's sure to be one for the bucks. I'm Zach Zorn and a broker for Kessler Yachts located in San Diego. As one of the largest and most reputable brokerages on the West Coast, I can assure that your boat will be sold in a timely manner or that your dream boat will be found. If you want to sell your boat or looking to purchase one, call Zach Zorn at Kessler Yachts, 760-815-8866 so that your name can be added to our long list of satisfied buyers and sellers. That's Zach Zorn, 760-815-8866. Angler's Arsenal is the serious angler's first choice for hand-poured plastics, McCoy line, Spro products, Gamakatsu hooks, G. Loomis fishing rods, Shimano products, Ovet reels, and just about anything you hear advertised on Rod and Reel Radio. Go to anglersarsenal.com and visit our online tackle store. See the huge selection of Western Plastics hand-poured baits, all at anglersarsenal.com. Angler's Arsenal Tackle Store is conveniently located in La Mesa, just off Interstate 8. Give us a call at 1-800-428-8730. If you're serious about your fishing, choosing the right tackle is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. Iserline makes premium fishing lines, including monofilament, Dacron, Spectra, fluorocarbon, battle-tested harnesses, and top angler-tested Iserline tools and accessories. Iserline premium fishing products are created to provide you with the ultimate in strength, dependability, durability, high abrasion resistance, low stretch, and high quality. All Iserline products are 100% guaranteed against manufacturing defects. You just can't buy better value. Iserline will replace or repair at their option. No questions asked if you're not pleased with any of their product. Catch what you've been missing. Quality guaranteed. 
Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ringed hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. Hi, I'm Bart Hall, and I'm honored to be back to tell you about the 71st Annual Fred Hall Show, March 1st to the 5th at the Long Beach Convention Center. When I think back over our 71-year-old history, I'm always amazed that that little show my father produced at Gilmore Stadium in 1946 could have grown into the 2017 version of the Fred Hall Show. It has become the world's largest and most exciting sport fishing show, one of the nation's most prominent boat shows, and a world-class international travel and hunting show. It is always our goal to entertain you for a full day with nearly 1,000 booths, over 400 seminars, acres of boats, and dozens of family activities. Kids 15 and under are always free. But the Fred Hall Shows also strive to help preserve the lifestyle of fishing, hunting, boating, and outdoor recreation that so many of us cherish. Please come and help us celebrate the passion of outdoor recreation at the Fred Hall Show March 1st to the 5th at the Long Beach Convention Center. Join the Coastal Conservation Association of California and get in free. Presented by Progressive. Check us out at fredhall.com. This portion of Rod and Reel Radio is brought to you by the Rockley's Fish Release System. Now you can quickly and easily release fish suffering from barotrauma back to the depths they were caught. Look or ask for the Rockley's at your local fishing tackle dealer. Hey, Stan, Wendy, and I, we want to welcome you back to Ron Real Radio. Now it's time for a Doc Talk presented to you by H&M Landing. And with us tonight is owner-operator of Sea Adventure Sports Fishing, Captain Chuck Taft. Captain Chuck, how are you doing this evening, sir? I'm doing absolutely fantastic. How is everybody? Hey, we are doing good, good. But you got to tell us, you know, we, we're seeing a lot of storminess, a lot of uh, rain, but... They are still catching fish out there. Can you clue us in on what's happening out there, Chuck? Well, there's still a good yellowtail bite. There's uh, going on, you know, colonnette and below colonnette. The storms have done nothing to drive anything away. I know that there's bluefin scattered around everywhere still, so get ready for a hell of a year. <laughs> Chuck, when can, we, when can we sign up for a tuna trip? I'm ready to go, man. <laughs> so here's the, check. here's the question, Chuck. I, I know that there's anchovy out there, a lot of it, and cooler water. Are the guys going to have to go back and start, you know, the manufacturers going to start selling albacore rods, the 196.7 and 8 and the, and the, and the 960s and all those older sticks? because they haven't seen an albacore around or an anch- These guys don't know how to throw an anchovy. God, I could only hope so. <laughs> so I want to know. I would know. love to see it. And Wendy's got a question. Wendy? You know, you're always the first boat to ever go out there and go actually put up a trip and get out there and go look. So when is it? <laughs> well, it'll probably be the last week in March, first week of April. Oh, that'll be great, yeah. man. There, well, you're saying, though, you're saying that they're scattered out there. What signs do you do you hear? What are you hearing about uh, the tuna that are out there right now, Captain Chuck? Well, I've heard of quite a few different 
places where they've seen tuna. You got to remember, two weeks ago they caught a bluefin at Colonnette, and people saw bluefin on the 60. Last year, if everybody remembers, there was a hell of a bite on the bluefin in early part of the spring here before anything else ever started. Wow, and yeah, uh, yeah you know, and we actually heard that there were uh, uh, some uh, tuna caught within 40 miles of Point Loma and then some that were caught off Mission Bay. This was a couple of weeks ago, and there's been signs of people seeing them, but, uh, you know, they haven't been rigged up or haven't done anything, but they've seen them breaking the water. So it seems like they haven't gotten, uh, uh, just uh, haven't, uh, you know, left. Uh, what about, do you think, do you think there are still fish out there on our uh, our uh, local uh, banks like Cortez and Tanner are... are... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank there, you, Captain. There is, there is no doubt that there is. I'm sure there's still fish hanging around. There was uh, a, a story someone said a couple of weeks ago about a commercial boat that went out there and actually wrapped tuna someplace out there by the, the Tanner. Um that's not verifiable by me, but I heard the story that it had happened already. Uh, I think that, uh, what is it? They're, they're at, the season actually runs March 1st to March 1st for the commercial guys, and those that hadn't had a chance to pick up all of that they needed picked up some lately, and then it starts again, and there's already fish around. I mean, this is it, – I love these the different seasons watching now that you get more information – uh, nowadays about what's happening with the fish and where they're going and what you see down south versus what we see up north here. And it's amazing to see you know, what might happen again this year. Well, the thing that I'm really looking forward to is all the rain and stuff and all the nutrients that we've had runoff and stuff does nothing but help our bait situation and everything else on the coast and change the bloom. I, you know... We really do have a chance to catch Alcor this year. I mean, everybody you talk to thinks that we have a good shot at catching them. So, I mean, 83 was the last time we had this kind of rain and stuff, and we did have Albacore. So I think everybody's looking forward to it. I think people's hopes should be up this year. Well, Albacore and Bluefin ran together for a long time. That was part of our deal when we were fishing for them. You'd be on the albacore for a while, and they'd all of a sudden quit, and the bluefin would move into the boat, and they'd catch those for a while. Then they'd move off, and the albacore would come back. It would be fun to see that happen because I know there are half of the fishermen out there that we know haven't caught an albacore ever, and they certainly wouldn't have never gotten involved with anything like the old bites that we used to see. No, and, you know, people got to realize that the water temperatures have dropped and cooled off, tremendously uh we've been well watching for the last two months every day and i've watched the red crabs come from up north and go down and they were really really thick a month ago and the amount of red crab has kind of disappeared that we have the water went from 64 and a half degrees down to 58.9 yesterday and so everything is looking much much better as far as the water cooling off up in Northern California and everything else, and our water cooling off. So things are looking very good for us at this point. 
It's amazing how it can happen overnight, too, because that there was that plume of water, that warmer water, if you want to call it, that was kind of blocking that colder water from coming down, and it's been sitting there for quite a while, and then all of a sudden, within, you know, basically overnight, all it, it changed and pushed that colder water down, and ha- now we have a shot at it again. Oh, yeah, I mean... I don't think at this time and point we could ask for anything more than what we've had this winter. I think the winter's just uh, been absolutely great for what we need as far as everybody down here and on the coast. Well, you know, I think uh, uh, one thing that emphasizes that is that the old glory just came back from a day and a half at Colonnet. They had 45 yellowtail, 65 rock cot, and in that mix there were six bonita and does the sign of Benita uh, basically indicate anything to you, Captain Chuck? Well, you know, it's hard to say because we've gone through stretches where the Benita were just so thick that was unbelievable, okay? When I was growing up and stuff, I mean, you could never go anywhere and not catch them. And then yep. last year we had a shot of Benita come through, and it was all the 10- to 14-pound Benita bigger yeah. than normal. So Wow. You know, everything travels and migrates in different cycles, and it all has to do with the currents and everything and the pressure systems that we have. And everything has kind of came back to normal the way things are supposed to be. So the baits here, there's chovy absolutely everywhere, small anchovy. I mean, spot after spot after spot we see what we're well watching every single day, gillin everywhere. So that, to me, is really a tremendous sign to see this much feed layer here. You know, and Captain Chuck, uh, also just on another note, we were talking about the storminess, but when it comes to lobsters, the lobsters like to crawl when it's been stormy, and I've noticed that uh, the boats of Sea Adventure Sports Fishing have actually been going out there and doing pretty good on the lobster. Yeah, the jig strike's been running and doing really good the last week or so. And a lot of that has helped from the idea of the water cooling off and stuff moving back in. This has been probably one of the tougher lobster seasons for all the commercial guys that they've ever had due to the fact of all the warm water and stuff. It has been very, very slow. And just recently we're starting to see a lot of lobster start to move back into the bay that, weren't here all in the beginning of the season because of the water temperature and everything. Wow. Hey, Captain Chuck, we've got the Fred Hall show coming up in Long Beach. Uh, I'm imagining uh, Sea Adventure Sports Fishing is going to be up there. Yes, we will be. Uh, We have a booth up there, um, and we have a tremendous offer going on this year. The first five people that book on any of our trips get a 20% discount at the Fred Hall Show. Wow. You can only get the discount being at the show, but five people on any of the trips. You know, we have sponsored trips. Verizon line on there and has got two different trips. Wendy's going to be on one of those. So, I mean, it's a good time to come by and get your trips booked up. And we can still come. Uh, I, I need to come on up there and talk with you because we've got to book some Rod Reel radio trips uh, for uh, this coming season, it's, it's a good time to still come in and book the uh, uh, the Legend or the Sea Adventure Two or one of the other fine boats that you run and 
and make sure that we've got a spot when the when the fish are here that we've got a date to go out on. Yeah, uh, we'll be there right next to H&M Landing. Uh, Bobby's got a booth with us. The two of us have a booth right beside him. So you can get your reservations on the Top Gun and the Legend or the Sea Adventure 2 right there. And anybody's looking for a small charter, we'll be there with the Jig Strike. So come to the show. There's going to be some tremendous discounts and a lot of that talk about what's going to happen for the season. All right. Captain Chuck, people want to find out more about Sea Adventure Sports Fishing, the boats that are that are in your particular uh, group of, uh, of uh, boats there at H&M Landing. How's the best way to find that information out? All they have to do is go to seaadventure.com, seaadventuresportfishing.com, and they can pull up our schedule and pull up all the different charter dates and stuff like that. And we look forward to seeing everybody at uh, Long Beach. and look forward to seeing you guys. Hell, that's only a couple days away now. <laughs> it's going to be yeah, here before okay. we know it. Yeah, Be when, on Wednesday. Right. Well, Captain Chuck, thanks a lot for being with us and giving up some of your Sunday night to tell us about Sea Adventure Sports Fishing and giving us an up-to-the-minute report on what's happening out there. We look forward to seeing you starting Wednesday in Long Beach or visiting with you online. Thank you very much. Good fishing to everybody. Thanks, Chuck. Boy. Hey, you know, it, it seems like, guys, that we, you know, we think – the Fred Hall shows seem like they're so far away, and the next thing we know, we're we're just a couple of days away. I, I know I'm still trying to get things together for the Ron Real Radio booth. Wendy, you'll be there. Stan, I know you'll be there. So, you you ready yet to to greet all the people that are going to be there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Heck no. We have Monday and Tuesday to set up, and then we got Wednesday. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out how to get everything done before the people get there. <laughs> oh, I understand that. Well. You know what? You think we have problems? We've got a guest that actually controls the entire show, Long Beach, and then he goes to Bakersfield, and he goes to San Diego. So we're going to take a break right now, but coming up next, Mr. Bart Hall is going to be with us. He is the head promoter for the Fred Hall Shows. He's going to give us everything we need to know about the Fred Hall Shows, maybe get some inside information. So... Stay tuned. Stay with us. Bart Hall's coming up next. You're listening to Rod Real Radio on AM540 or at rodreelradio.com. We'll be back after these messages. You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s, at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect, finally a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main and El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at ElCajonFord.com. 
Bob. Are you looking for a quality fishing experience out of Cabo San Lucas for you, your family, and friends, but are a bit set back with just what company to go with? Rod and Reel Radio urges you to try American and family-owned Land's End Charters. Land's End Charters offer their clients affordable and all-inclusive services on a variety of vessels and trips. Fish with their brand name fishing gear while experiencing the hospitality of a family-run business with over 50 years of experience. Go to landsendcharters.com to see all the current vessels and amenities available and call Cobble Greg or Jenny directly at 800-281-5778 when you're ready to get fishing. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, HM Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. Guano Fishing's got something for everybody. From the smallest angler to the oldest veteran, we can get you out there fishing with the greatest reels on the market today. From the all-new for 2016 Icon PT, to the Tour Mag, to the brand new redesigned Smoke Reel, we've got something for everyone in your family. Have some fun. Take a kid fishing. They're the future of our sport. Quantum, we are performance tuned. You can get your Quantum products at anglersarsenal.com or anglersarsenal in the Mesa at 619-466-8355. Rod and Reel Radio is now available as a podcast you can subscribe to on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Get notified as soon as new episodes are available, or go back and listen to our past shows. Browse through all of our archive shows at roddenreelradio.com slash archives and click the subscribe button to get started listening now. Hi, this is BSS record holder Dean Rojas. El Cajon Ford helped me when I got started in my career, and let them help you with a new F-Series Ford truck. And remember, nobody beats El Cajon Ford. Hey, Stan, Wendy, and I, we want to welcome you back to Rod and Reel Radio. Well, this is the time of the year that we all get excited about. If you are an outdoor enthusiast, whether it be a hunter, a fisherman, a camper, whether you go up into the high Sierras, this is your time of the year because... The largest consumer show in the United States is coming to Long Beach. This is going to be, it's hard to believe, the 71st year that this show has been here in Southern California. How many other entities can you think about that have been in business for 71 years? But the Fred Hall shows have been that way. And here's the lead uh, organizer of the show, uh, Mr. Bart Hall. Bart, how are you doing tonight, sir? Good. How are you all doing? We are We're good. We are doing good. We've been talking about uh, Fred Hall show for the first hour with a uh, uh, few of our guests that are going to be there. But I can't tell you, uh, we are excited to be part uh, of this historic show, and I can't believe that it's all a family-run business, and you guys have been doing this for over seventy years. Well. 
thank you, John. You know, it's, it means a lot to us. But uh, it's uh, it's not just family. It's uh, Mike Glum and Jim Baker. And of course, Katie Hall is family, and Jenny Hall and I. It's really the five of us that, that make it happen. Um, but it's uh, it's a uh, it's a labor of love, and and it's labor. I'll tell you, we but uh, <laughs> putting shows of this size together and and being cautious with everybody's business like we are and, and knowing the fishing and hunting businesses like we do and trying to keep the relationships uh, proper between everybody is a, is a task that uh, is beyond the reach of most uh, show production companies. But we pull it off, and uh, we're, we're, we're really proud of it. And this year's show is going to be, I, you know, I always say it's going to be the best show, but I, I honestly believe it when I say it. And this year... It certainly is going to be the best show we've ever had. We've never we've never had so many quality boats in the show. Uh, the exhibitors have all stepped up, uh, taken larger displays, better displays, new products being uh, introduced at the shows. You know, we we got our 400 seminars that we do every year, but the the quality of those seminars has been stepped up, and and uh, we just there's just a lot to see and do. You know the the show really is too big to see in one day if, you, if you're if you serious about seeing all the exhibits. It's, just, it's not possible. Well, so we that's, the, that's the trick, is really trying to go through and stop at, at the various booths and and actually look to see and even ask, you know, what's new uh, to the people that are in there because there's a lot of, like you said, a lot of new products, and that's been a tradition of the show forever that, the fishing industry showcase new products that you haven't seen before, only maybe some of them even before the ASA show, which is the international show. So it's it's pretty fun, and, and I'm always looking around for, let me find that new thing to go play with in the fishing world. Well, we got a lot of new things this year. One of the things is we've got, um, uh, this was Michael's idea. He kind of got wanted to get this going. We have a rod, the Rod Building Depot, sponsored by Wind Grips. Now, Wind Grips are the people that are the number one golf grips in the world, and they decided to get in the fishing business a couple years ago, and they've come out with some really neat, new, revolutionary products, uh, both the materials and machinery. And um, so they're sponsoring this Rod Building Depot, and that's going to be a big new addition to the show. You can go over there and um, and get some ideas. That there'll, there'll be experts over there wrapping rods. Uh, they'll be getting seminars on how how you can construct your own rod, uh, different materials, and it's uh, that that's going to be kind of fun. And uh, we we think that's going to grow into to a much larger portion of the show in years to come. I think they were surprised last year. They had a small booth, and that was the first time I'd seen their their products. And they didn't. They were surprised at how many people came to them and said, "Where do I find it? And how do I get the the even the wraps for the rods?" Because cork wrap has been around for a while. We haven't seen many different things that would that you could actually wrap onto the rod to make it better um, in years. But they have really come up with some wonderful new products. Well, I, I use their grips in golf. You know, I like to play yeah. golf too. And I'll tell you what, I I, I picked up a, a rod the other day with their uh, grip on it, with uh, with a new loose reel on it, and this perfectly balanced rod. I'm telling you what, it felt great. They've made they made some big 
uh, inroads into the bass market, and now they're now they're moving into the saltwater market. So this is a this is kind of a the unveiling of wind grips here at the show this year, and it, it, I find it pretty exciting. You know what I, I think? Uh, you know I before I started working with my dad, I was a rep, and I, one time I was the Fuji rep back when Fuji was not what they are now, and I see wind grips becoming like the Fuji uh, uh, the Fuji guides the world of in the grip world they're going to be like the fuji guys that's what i think well they've got a product that is stands alone in the industry that's for doggone sure and, and yeah. they're they've got they've worked with golfers at, at the top end of their uh, of their field like you were saying uh, on their golf clubs and because i've used wind grips for for years and so many other golfers they just work well and to have that type of of grip where you're in wet weather, cold weather, hot weather, whatever, and it still maintains its, its feel and tackiness and doesn't you know, take away from the bite because you need the vibration to feel what you're doing. There's a lot that goes into that, but they have done a great job. I, I, there's, there's just a, a ton of things to look forward to at the show. I've got a whole grip load of guys that go on my long-range trips that are all coming down in force for two days just to walk through the show to get ready to go for next year's trip. Well, you know, that's, that's the thing is there's so much there. We, uh, uh, you know, we, we got the advantage of going as a group, uh, out on the, the new Liberty, uh, the newly redesigned Liberty earlier this year. And, uh, boy, did we have a good time, you know, that to call that a three quarter day boat is <laughs> kind of silly. <laughs> you know, they, but, you know, the whole San Diego fleet is like that, you know, and they're all, all not all, but most of the San Diego fleet is represented at the Fred Hall shows. You get to go visit with the skippers and, and the owners and, and kind of figure out what, what it is you want to do, you know, and kind of just window shop and then pick what you like. The same with the travel row. I mean, there's hundreds of destination resorts represented at the shows, and uh, it's, it's very, very exciting. That, that for me... I love the travel part because that's a lot of those things are still on my bucket list, you know. Bart, a really unique thing about the Fred Ho Show as compared to other consumer shows is how you have drawn the manufacturers themselves to be here. So you, you have the manufacturers in the booth. You might be talking to the head of the company. You might be talking to the lead engineer, the guy that's uh, – uh, the the head of uh, quality control, whatever it is, he is right there for you to talk to. And they're not really selling you anything. They're there to give you information about their products, whether it's rods, reels, uh, devices, whatever it is. Uh, you've drawn these people to the show. And, man, what a great asset that is for the, the consumer out there. Well, it is, and that that goes back to the relationships that we try to always build, and it goes back to the basic philosophy of, of the Fred Hall shows, and that is, we don't the shows take care of themselves if we do a proper job of promoting sport fishing. That that is our goal. We really we really want to do that. As a matter of fact, our slogan is celebrate the passion, and we think. We're very passionate. One of the reasons we do all this stuff for kids, and that's all very expensive, is that we want to make sure that families keep coming and getting around fishing. I've heard so many stories, you know, of, of wives who 
fishing with their husbands. And finally, they talked them to coming into the show, and they had such a good time that it kind of changed their dynamics in their life of their families and kids that that uh, you know are, are locked into their computers and their devices, and they get out here and they you know they catch a fish and they race the ducks and they watch the log rollers, you know, and the dogs jump and they. They, they, they look at the bass in the bass tank, and they look at the fish in the saltwater tank, and they run around in the boats because they love to do that. And, you know, it, it, that's what builds the future of fishing. And the factories understand that. The factories aren't specifically selling to anyone, but they're promoting sport fishing by promoting their high-level sport fishing products. So, uh, you know, that's what we're trying to do is celebrate the passion. And uh, we're about to start it here in a couple of days. You know, well, last on. year, last couple of years, I know, I, I think I'd asked this to Mike Lum. We had a large gun gun contingent that uh, came. I don't know what we're going to see this year, but I had a guy ask me about, you know, are the people that provide optics for the, the guns going to be around? And I, I told him, I, know, I don't know, but I know I'd have somebody on I could ask before the, before we got there. So, you know, are the... I, are the gun manufacturers going to come out, or are they going to be represented, or are they, and the other people were the optics for uh, the guns? Because there's a lot of hunters out there, too. Well, the what, what's happened in the climate in the United States over the last couple of years is that gun manufacturers can't keep up with the demand. They can't make guns fast enough. You know, they sell more than they make. And so... Uh, they don't see much sense in, and unlike tackle manufacturers, they don't much see much sense in coming and promoting their product because at the present time, their product uh, flies off the shelves faster than it can possibly be kept on. So we're not going to see a lot of gun manufacturers. You will see some guns. Oak Tree Gun Club, Oak Tree Gun Club is uh, going to be there with a beautiful display. We have a lot of hunting um, lodges and a lot of hunting components to the show. But as far as firearms per se, Turner's is going to have some, uh, Oak Tree is going to have some, and, uh, and there will be some factory participation, but it, not to the level that we'd like to see it, and in four or five years we'll probably see that. The optics uh, thing is not uh, as strong as we'd like it to be. There will be some optics, but we're not going to claim that we're a big optics show. On the other hand, we are going to have the largest selection of marine electronics seen anywhere on the west coast it's uh, no other event is going to have as many marine electronics factories uh participating and showing their wares as we have it's just uh, it's huge <laughs> so well bart you used to have uh, also a lot of archery involved in the show and i don't know if if you still have that if you if you can't you know if you can't if you don't feel comfortable around firearms there's still an emphasis on hunting when it comes to archery there, and I, I know your brother was a, a, a great archer and, and still is. I think, I think my, my nephew was the great archer. My yeah. brother was an archer. So, but, they, yeah, they, they're, um, archery is still a part of the show. We have a, a very nice archery retailer. We have archery uh, out on the patio, a nice archery range. We also have a soft-air gun range this year from a VK. Uh, we have um, a BB gun range, uh, so there's a lot of there's a lot of shooting to do, uh, and it's for adults and kids, and a lot of it's kind of creative. We also have on the patio the 
Department of Fish and Game has a recruitment trailer, and in that they have a pretty fun laser shot uh, event where you can shoot targets or animals or whatever it is you want to do, and it's, it's, it's very, very popular. Hey, Bart, we got to take a break right now. Is there any way we can ask you to hold over for a little while so we can talk more about oh, the upcoming show? Until you get bored with me, I'm here. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, you're listening to Ron Real Radio. Stan, Wendy, and I, and also Bart Hall from the Fred Hall Shows, we'll be back with you after these messages. It's time for the spectacular 71st annual Fred Hall Show, March 1st to the 5th at the Long Beach Convention Center. The world's largest fishing show, California's largest book show, and a world-class international travel and hunting show. Nearly 1,000 booths, acres of boats, over 400 seminars presented by Cousins Tackle, the Mammoth Lakes Kids Fish Free Trap Pond, the Daiwa Bass Tank, the Accurate Fishing Saltwater Tank, the Hobie Kayak Fishing Theater and Test Drives, the Progressive Paul Bunyan Lumberjack Show, Ram Trucks Ultimate Air Dogs, Costa Sporting Chef Cafe, the Wind Grips Broad Building Depot, California's largest marine electronics display, archery, scuba, free dive, fly fishing, air gun range, casting, and so much more. Kids free, kids fish free. Join CCA Cal and get in free. Come share the 71-year-old legacy of the Fred Hall Show as we celebrate the passion of fishing, boating, hunting, and outdoor recreation at the nation's number one show, the Fred Hall Show, March 1st to the 5th at the Long Beach Convention Center. Presented by Progressive. Details at FredHall.com. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, HM Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. Hey, everybody, this is a message for our listeners from a new Baja Magic Lodge at Cedros Island. Cedros Outdoor Adventures wants to make your dream of fish at Cedros Island a reality. Want to go after giant calicos or yellowtail with the best Cedros Island fishing organization, but you just don't know who to contact? Then give Cedros Outdoor Adventures a call at 619-793-5419, or even better yet, log on to their informative website at cedrosoutdooradventures.com. There you can visit their trip calendar and schedule a trip that's convenient for you. Once again, the phone number is 619-793-5419 or their website of cedrosoutdooradventures.com. 
If the fish are biting, I'm on my boat, rain or shine. Of course, I wear my life jacket. It's like wearing a seatbelt. Clip it on, grab my tackle box, and hit the water. Love California, boat California, save California. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Stan, Wendy, and I, we do want to welcome you back to Ron Real Radio. We also want to welcome our special guest for this hour, Mr. Bart Hall from the Fred Hall Shows. We're talking about the upcoming Long Beach show, but there's also a show to talk about in Bakersfield and San Diego later on this year. But right now, our emphasis is on Long Beach. And, and Bart, uh, I think one of the, the big changes I've seen in the outdoor scene is the influence that the ladies have put on both fishing and hunting and you guys have changed that with that too and you're helping cater to them and bring them into the sport well you know the thing is we've always tried to do that it's just we weren't very successful in the past but it, it, it has changed a lot lately you know in the last several years and you'll see that particularly in in delmar um you'll see uh more young women with children walking around Delmar than, than you see at, at any of the other shows. Um, I think I think we're going to see it in Bakersfield, too. This is, of course, our first year running Bakersfield, so I'll give you a report on that later. And Long Beach, the, the demographics uh, are so broad that um, even though the, the, the uh, vast, the larger majority of attendees are males, the, the numbers of females that attend Long Beach are fairly significant because of the total number of people that come out. So, yeah, we're, we're pretty pleased with all that. We, you know, we, we like to see it. We, we want to see it. It's, it's, it's good for well, the sport. It's good, good for the future. Well, you look, who, who am I talking to here? Wendy, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, I mean, being, being that I fish and I jump on these boats, I am seeing more women that are starting to fish, and I see a lot of, of, of parents bringing their kids and so mike actually asked Lori and i if we would do a seminar so i'm not sure if we're doing it for long beach uh and del mar or or one or the other but Lori and i'll be giving a seminar and and touching on women in fishing and, and seeing what we can uh you know feel it out and see what we can get going well you know i, I think it's coming across uh, both fishing and the shooting sports i was uh i was out visiting with betsy james recently uh, I took uh, one of my um, friends and customers from Dodge Ram, you know, who's been a sponsor of ours for many years. Uh, he likes to shoot, so we went out and shot sporting clays at Oak Tree Gun Club. And my goodness, what a what a magnificent sporting clay range that is! But uh, while I was there, I, I visited with Betsy to get a little interview for a story I was doing, and uh, she was talking about. And I know she runs the uh, California Gun Girls, and. Um, and I said, uh, well, how's it going? She says, well, any day you come out here, you're going to find at least one single female on our range. One of our ranges shooting, whether it's the trap or the skeet or the pistol range. So one, you'll find at least one. And sure enough, uh, when I went out there, there was, a, there was a single female with an instructor trying to improve her trap shooting. And I realized instantly she didn't need to improve much more to beat me.
as Wendy, you can see with Wendy and Laurie, you know, uh, they had, it, fishing is a not neutral gender phenomenon, and the joy is neutral gender, as gender neutral. That's right. Well, you even look yeah. at uh, Lori. She works at Turner's, and Wendy, if I'm not mistaken, she is the number one salesperson in fishing equipment in the whole Turner system. So yes, it, she is. It just goes to show you that the, the women are getting involved, and then you see the women that are going out on the boats, as you see, like Lori Heath and Katatrina Eckert, and uh, just you go down the line with that. More and more of these women, they're going on out. They're taking their significant others, or even if they don't want to go out, uh, they're they're out there fishing. They're having a, a great time. There's nothing unfeminine about it. There's nothing unladylike about it. They just like you know, to go out there and have a good time. You know, um, when I walk into a store that sells guns and ammunition, it's amazing to see and the women that are in the stores buying guns, the different colored guns. I belong to the well-armed woman. Um, there's other gun, gun groups for women, and it's amazing how many women come out and shoot on a regular basis. You know, a couple of years ago, it was paddle boarding was the number one water sport. Well, shooting guns is the number one sport for women. I think it's so fast and so growing. It's, it's, it's amazing to see the growth in shooting sports for women. Okay, my, I come from a family of hunters, right? My, I hunt, my, both my sons hunt, uh, both my grandsons hunt, uh, one of my granddaughters hunt. My, my one of my daughter-in-laws hunt. The best shot in the entire family is my wife. She she just is a natural shooter. We went. We were going one time to a uh, a class. You know, like like uh, uh, to learn. To, uh, she was a teacher, so we went to an outdoors class. And the Remington guy was there. And I said, "Come on, honey, I'll I'll show you how to shoot." And so he threw some. Clay targets in the air, and I hit three out of five. You know, and I was real proud of myself. He threw five <laughs> up for her, and she hit all five. And then he took her over to the 22 range, and she never missed a shot. So then I took her out to Oak Tree, and with my shotgun, not knowing what to do, she hit 22 out of 25 her first time on the range. So, nice. <laughs> wow. I, I, got, I, got, I got tons of stories. You know, Bart, you talked about things that are on your bucket list, and the Fred Hall shows, they are the place to go to look for those things that are on those bucket lists, especially when it comes to destinations. And you're not going to a show seeing maybe two or three uh uh, resorts uh, from Alaska and one or two from Mexico and maybe some. There is a whole couple of huge roles of people there with destinations that each and every one of them actually are probably on your bucket list. It, it's a great selection that you've put together. Well, thank you. I, I, I really am proud of all that. We all are. But I'm going to say one more thing about uh, females in sports. Okay. Do you know who the most decorated American Olympic athlete is? Kim Rohde, wow. our, our American wow. shotgun shooter. She's been in, she's medaled in six Olympics. Wow. And uh, wow. in the meantime had children, so pretty amazing. But yeah, the, the, the travel part of, of uh, our shows is just, to me, so much fun. You, 
you know, when you look on the Internet, if you're, if you're looking for places, everything looks good on the Internet. You can never know. I just did it the other day. I booked a hotel, and when I got there, what a dump it was. But it looked great on the Internet. <laughs> and, and, uh, but here at the show, you get to meet the people who live there, who experience the fishing and experience the weather and experience, you know, the, the ambiance of whatever it is. And, and, and they can tell you about what this river does and wh- what time of the year to come and what can you can expect when you get there. And uh, if, if you just did that part of it, you couldn't do it in a day. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, and that's fun. very important. That's, that's something you need to do a little homework on and, and talk to the people that are there if you're thinking about doing a trip to Canada or Alaska or any of those locations, finding out from the people at each of the lodges what the time is for the specific type of fishing that you want to do. If you want king salmon, it's one thing in Alaska. And, and where they run in that time frame that they run in. If you want silvers, if you want coho reds, whatever you want, but you need to talk to the people that, that are in those various lodges and they'll tell you what the timing is for all the different species of fishes they're running in the area because they're, you can go up there and there's nothing there for a long period of time. There's nothing in the rivers because the, the salmon only run for a while and then the the rivers up there get pretty pretty bleak. You know, there might be some trout and there might be some char, but you even have to ask when the good fishing for that is. So the available to find uh, the availability to find out where to go and what to throw and when you want to go if you're going to go on one of the vacations is great there at the show. Yeah, and the, the, the uh, quality operators, and I believe most of our operators are quality operators, want you to have a successful and a, and a, and a pleasant trip. Oh, so yeah. They, they, they tell you, the, they'll tell you the truth. Yeah, you don't want to come now, you want to come here, this is what you want to do, this is what you can expect when you come. It's incredibly valuable. Mark, what what is the most exotic location or destination that is going to be represented there at the show? Maybe something that's you've been trying to get for a long time, or you go, holy mackerel, this is incredible that they'd come and promote their product here. Is there one that kind of sticks in your mind? Well, we we have uh, we have several African uh, safari. Uh, uh, Groups. Um, uh, Malfagini is one of them, and there's a there's another couple. I, I don't want to leave anybody out if I start listing, but there there are several, you know. And I guess I guess that's the farthest away. But we have, you know, we have um, travel wholesalers like uh, uh, Cast Tours and Roy Clark. You know, Roy's Clark's Outdoor Adventures. They can basically book you anywhere in the world, and they know lots about it. So, you know, you could just. There's people there representing individual lodges, and there's people there representing fishing and hunting. So you can just go and kind of, if you, if you ask enough questions, they can put you anywhere on the planet. Bart, for Long Beach, do you do you have a handle on exactly how many square feet that the Fred Hall show is encompassing? And uh, uh, give us a general idea on how many different exhibitors that you have at this one show here in Long Beach? If you if you take all of the ground that we use in the upstairs and outside, I I believe we're close to a million square feet. Um, that's now that's including all of the outside space that we use and the space that we use on the lagoon and stuff like that. And the the, the exhibit space we have in front. 
but it's it's a big number. Um, we'll, we'll have eight. I don't know. I don't know how many hundreds of exhibitors, but nearly a thousand booths. Um, you know, it's a, it's too big to like I say. It's too big to see it a day. <laughs> that's for sure. And but it's uh, you know it's the most important thing is. It's not just the size of it; it's the quality of it, and it's the the feeling you get when you get in a room with thousands of people who think like you do. <laughs> they, they, you know, they they like to do what you like to do. They probably watch some of the same shows you do. They they may vote for the same people you do. You know, it's 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 just empowering. Uh, you can talk about fishing and. And, and you can't get away from it in the show. It's just, it's everywhere. And so I think that's that's part of the beauty of it, you know, more than the size of it. That's that's part of the celebrate the passion part that I'm, I'm so into. I really, you know, fishing and hunting are under attack, in, especially in California. And, and um, I hope that our shows do their part in, in, in bringing people together and, and getting them to understand that, uh, you know, what we do is beautiful and valuable and we need to keep doing it and we need to make sure that uh, everything's around for our children and grandchildren in the future. And, and that's one of the reasons that I'm a member of the Coastal Conservation Association. And I know nobody wants to hear this. When I start talking about these things, you know, fishermen kind of drift away. But it's really important, you know, and uh, gun owners, they're, they're proud of the NRA. And, and we need to be part, the only national organization we have is the Coastal Conservation Association. And, and here in California, we're just getting started. We need your help because it's a grassroots organization. It's not run by companies. It's run by people. It's run by fishermen. So we're going to do something at the shows where if you join the Coastal Conservation Association out in front, you will get into the shows for free, but you'll also get a coupon booklet that is potentially worth thousands of dollars. There's, there's, there's lots of coupons in there that are, are coupons, same as cash you take to a retailer and you'll get $5 off or $10 off or whatever, which are also entered into win several uh, drawings of, of very large prizes. So it's a real nice package, and I hope everybody takes advantage of it. It costs 50 bucks, and it's, uh, like I say, it's, it's, you make money when you do it. You're going to get more than what you paid for when you, when you join the CCA. All right. Hey, Bart, we got to take another break, but uh, I want to uh, uh, keep you here because you talked a little bit about how it seemed like uh, California was kind of getting away from hunting and fishing with what's been happening in Sacramento, yet you have made an effort to bring these people to the Fred Hall show in Long Beach so that everyday guys like like us can speak with them, and uh, I want to address that issue a little bit. Can you stay with us one more round? You're not bored yet? No, not at all. Okay, I'm here. You're uh, uh, you're just getting us primed up for the big event that starts on Wednesday, and that's Bart Hall that we have with us uh, from the Fred Hall shows. Stan, Wendy, and I we're going to take a break right now. Stay tuned. There's still a lot more Ron Real Radio to come. Captain Chris.
Chris Rando from Chief Sports Fishing. And Captain Chris, tell us about what's happening on the Chief. It's here, and it's time to go on the Chief. For those who are not familiar with the vessel, she's an 85 by 24 deluxe sport fisher that offers a wide variety of open party trips, ranging from one to five days in length. We're also available for private group charters. The Chief's onboard anemones include a fully remodeled galley with comfortable seating for 25, twin flat screen TVs with hundreds of movies, two roomy indoor heads with fresh hot water showers, stateroom and open berthing areas, an impressively large deck area, 200 scoop bait capacity. We have twin six ton spray ride fish holds to keep your catch fresh. And our professional courteous crew will go the extra mile to make your trip a memorable one. To view our schedule, log on to H&M Landing at www.hmlanding.com or feel free to give them a call at 619-222-1144. You can also follow us on Facebook and at our webpage at chiefsportfishing.com. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ringed hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. Hey, Bass Fisherman, who do you call for your Bass Boat Insurance? And if you're not calling me at 1-800-BASS-BOAT for your boat insurance, you're probably paying too much and may not have the coverage that you need. In 1974, I developed the Bass Boat Program. It is what all the pros use today. The reason? No depreciation or any partial claim for your hull, your big motor, your trolling motor, or your electronics until your boat's 10 years old. That's right. You only pay $250 to get your boat on the water for any partial claim, and we still pay a stated value replacement cost for your boat if you have a total loss. We're the only people in the industry that does that, and that's why we are the choice of the pros. So if you want the best, forget the rest. Just call 1-800-BASSBOAT. Call 1-800-227-7262 or just spell BASSBOAT. 1-800-BASSBOAT. I know there's too many letters, but the T is free and the call's on me. That's 1-800-BASSBOAT, the choice of the pros for BASSBOAT insurance. For more information, log on to 1-800-BASSBOAT.com. Stan, Wendy, and I, again, we want to welcome you back to Rod Real Radio. We also want to welcome our special guest, Bart Hall, from the Fred Hall Shows. We're talking about the upcoming show in Long Beach, but there are also shows that are coming up in March in Bakersfield and San Diego. And, and Bart, I, had, I just briefly mentioned before the break, you know, it seems like uh, California is straying away from the the uh, the rights of of fishermen and hunters to go out and and pursue the sport that they love, but you have taken it upon it to bring these people from Sacramento down here to Long Beach to the Fred Hall Show where we can talk to them. I know uh, 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 Pete and Rick, uh, they're going to have a panel discussion on uh, Saturday morning with the, the head of the Department of Fishing Game, but you're making these people, helping to make them more accessible to us so we can talk to them about our feelings and what we believe is happening in the state here. Well, you know, we started that a couple of years ago, and uh, I guess we haven't scared them off because they keep coming back. So, <laughs> the, you know, there's some pretty tough questions. That I ask tough questions. I, I ask questions that, that uh, piss him off every time. Uh, but, you know, uh, he tries to answer them. I'll give him that. And I don't 
lot of credit for showing up here and putting their news, their head in the news, and uh, and letting us ask them questions. You know, and it's uh, I think it's healthy. It's healthy for them to hear what we ask, and it's healthy for us to hear them respond. And thank God they keep doing it. You know, so they'll be here. I think at one o'clock is uh, on Saturday is when the panel is, and it's not just the director, but it's all of his uh, key guys. And uh, one of the interesting things about that is the director. The director might be more protectionist than the, the guys around him. So, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's an interesting dynamic. When you get those guys one-on-one by themselves, they they might think more like we do than, <laughs> than the rest of the Sacramento does, you know. So it, it's just fun to have them here. I'm glad they're coming, and I hope people come out and listen to them and ask them questions, ask them tough questions. But be respectful, you know. And what I don't like is I don't like people making the personal attacks on these guys yeah. because they're they're trying to do their jobs and they're they are honestly expressing their heartfelt opinions, you know. So, and and they're all they're all fishermen. Every all of them they're fishermen and hunters. So uh, even the director is and he's an avid fisherman as a matter of fact. And a lot of times so, they're trying to implement policies that are dictated to them from Sacramento that they may not necessarily agree with, but it's their well, that, job that's exactly to right. do that. That's exactly right. They, they, you'll, and you see that when you get them off the stage one-on-one and you just start chatting with them. And they'll chat with you. And you can see right away, hey, this guy's just like me. But he's got a job to do and he's got a boss and he's, you know, trying to do the best he can. So it's a, you know, we live in a screwy state. And I don't think it's going to get any better anytime soon. So that's one of the reasons we need to belong to the Coastal Conservation Association of California because they can help us, especially with ocean problems. Now, there's other organizations for freshwater, but uh, you know, we we really have to start acting as a group because you know there's a couple of million of us in this state, and we and there, there's more kids than that, and there's more people who are retired who used to fish. So, uh, you know, we're we're a positive force, and we need to to you know these are the kind of things where uh, I wish we could do more of them. To tell you the truth. I wish they had to come to San Diego this year, but they're, they're not coming. Their schedule doesn't allow us. So, understand. Well, Bart, you know the the show. There's just so many things to do. It's hardly uh, possible to find one place to go to get all the information. But I got to tell you, my mailman had a cow this week in delivering the copies of Western Outdoor News that we get for the shop and. You guys have worked with Western Outdoor News to to make one of the most, I, I don't know, one of the most complete uh, agendas of what's happening there at the show with regards to exhibits, exhibitors, demonstrations, special things to see. I mean, you guys did one heck of a job on that. Thank you, Pat McDonald. Let me tell you, <laughs> you know, uh, I work hard. I, I write a lot of that stuff, and... Uh, and Mike works real hard. He writes some stuff and make, makes most of those seminars happen. And But when Pat McDonald is the genius behind organizing it all and putting it all into the newspaper form. And, and uh, we owe him a lot. And uh, now the, pro, the show program is going to come out. You haven't seen that yet. Uh, and that will be available at the show at the Western Outdoor News booth. And, um, but we pass it out at the front, and you can pick one up if we're not there passing it out. It will be on tables there. And that program has all that information in there and some more. There's more stuff in there that isn't in the supplement, and uh, but all the seminar schedules are in there, and that's and all and the maps are in there, and that that's the key to the, the program. It lets you know where you're going and what you're doing. 
Well, now, I know our signal does not, uh, unfortunately, go up to Bakersfield, though we've got a lot of people that are listening on the Internet from the Central Valley. But the Fred Hall shows have expanded into the Bakersfield area. Give us a little taste of what that's going to be like. Well, that's going to be a hoot, I'll tell you that, because <laughs> that shows, my wife says, my wife says, oh, good, I get to wear my boots and my jeans. <laughs> yeah, you do. Okay, so... Um, we got, this show is 40 years old, but the guy that's been running it for the last 20 years, Mike Hatcher, is a heck of a guy, avid fisherman, avid hunter, and he, he comes to, he's been coming to Long Beach for the same 20 years he's been running that show, and we've known him a long time, and he just got tired of doing it, didn't want to do it anymore, so, so we're doing it now, and, you know, Mike and I, Mike Love and I debated on, should we put the Fred Hall name on it the first year? Because we've only had this thing less than a year. Yes. And, uh, and you know, when you when you call it a Fred Hall show, now you've got some responsibilities to deliver some things that you wouldn't have to if you just call it what it was before. But we decided to call it the, he changed the name from the Sportsman's Boat and RV and Outdoor Show to the Fred Hall Central Valley Sports Show. And uh, we managed to fill up one of the three main buildings with nothing but fishing tackle, which I didn't think could, would happen for years, but there it is. It's all done. And they had one boat dealer last year, and we've got eight, and we have to put up a special structure to house a lot of these boats. A lot of them are just going to go outdoors because we ran out of room. And um, But it, 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 there's a lot of travel there. There's some hunting there. Um, some of our better exhibitors that do Long Beach and Del Mar do that show. Uh Frank Lepresti is going to be up there speaking on long-range fishing. Uh, we've got uh, uh, we've got uh, the Coast of Sporting Chef Cafe up there with where we're doing uh, fishing. Uh, Scott Lazes cooking fishing game, but we're also doing seminars in the in the Sporting Chef Cafe. But but more than that, now they, they've got a whole international sand drag show that goes on for five days. You know the. That show up there is only three days long. The sand drags start before we get there, and it's all part of the show. It's part of the admission. Uh, Saturday night they have a tractor pull, the Southern California National Tractor and Truck Pull. So it's a, you know, they, they have a, a agility dog training. They have the Doc Dogs Regional Qualifying Event. Um, so there, there's a lot going on. And we brought in, of course, the Paul Buddy and Lumberjack Show, and the duck races and other things that we do. And we have the... Daiwa is our new sponsor of our Bass Tank, and we want to thank them for that. And they're going to be, of course, at all three shows, and, and they're up there, uh, a great lineup of speakers on the Bass Tank. So, um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fun, uh, John. I I don't know yet. You know, it's kind of crazy. We, we closed Long Beach down Sunday night, and Monday afternoon we got to be in Bakersfield. So. <laughs> this is oh, a... This show, the Bakersfield show, is going to be March 10th through the 12th. It's going to be at the Kern County Fairgrounds, so you may want to Google that if you're not familiar with that. It sounds like it's going to be a pretty unique experience and a lot of fun to go to, and especially for those people in that area to get a taste of a Fred Hall experience now associated with this show for that whole entire Central Valley area. It's it's going to be a great, uh, great experience for them, I think, Bart. Well, you know, the people of the Central Valley are very proud of being from the Central Valley. That's one thing. I've, I've been up there every week now for eight months. I go up at least once a week, and I've, I've really learned to respect it. It's a, it's a microculture in the center of California. They don't belong here in California. It's like going visiting a part of Texas. 
you know, and it's a it's a wonderful place. I love Bakersfield. I, I hadn't I didn't have much knowledge of. I go up there and hunt dove, you know, and I'd go to a I'd go to have breakfast at this place at Oildale. And that, that's all I knew about it. But I'll tell you what, it's a it's a really neat community, and the people up there are close together. They respect one another, and they respect their community. And so we're hoping that we can, you know, help celebrate that community a little bit. I think we will. I think they'll be pleased with what they see. Well, the business we've done up there, too, big-time hunters and fishermen up there. I mean, those people are really avid because they've got it right there at their door. Yeah, you're right. Hey, let's, uh, yeah, let's get... Let's get back to Long Beach over here. Tell us what we need to know in order to get to the Long Beach shows, uh, days, uh, time of operation, all the particulars that uh, we should know to get involved with this event. Well, uh, if you're coming from the south, you want to take uh, the 5 uh, the, to the 405, and you, want, you, can get off, you can get off earlier, but basically what you want to do, coming from the north or south, is get on the 710. The 710 will end, you follow it right to where, where it says the convention center, and you get you come right to the Long Beach Convention Center. Uh, they'll, they'll, show, they'll show you where to park. Uh, you know, parking uh, fills up pretty quickly, but we, we park uh, here in, in the facility. We park in the Aquarium of the Pacific. Uh, we buy lots from all of the hotels around here. And also we use the uh, Pike parking lot across the street. So there's lots of parking. It gets kind of crowded on Saturday and Sunday, but uh, you, usually if you, if you uh, the, the, they, they show you around pretty good and, and, and get people in. So we're open Wednesday through Friday from 1 to 9, on Saturday from 10 to 8.30, and Sunday from 10 to 7. You know, Saturday has to be absolutely the most spectacular day to be there with the activities that there are, the seminars, the people. I mean, that place is really smoking come Saturday. Well, you know, uh, this year we got a, we've got a lot going on outdoors, too. Uh, you know, we've had casting on the lagoon for several years, but, uh, you know, uh, uh, as a sponsor has, has mapped out a spot. They're casting out there. Shimano is casting out there. Avet is casting out there. Hobie is out there giving test drives in their in their Mirage Drive kayaks. And this year they're introducing the reverse feature on that. That is such a big deal. <laughs> now, if you're a kayak fisherman, you can go into throw those calicos in the weeds and you can back back them right out with your feet. You know, it's it's a big deal. And they're going to have their Eclipse stand up paddleboard, which is a pedal driven Mirage Drive on a stand up paddleboard. You got handlebars you hang on to, and it's unbelievably amazing. So all that's going on outside. Uh, kids casting is outside. Mammoth Lake Trout Pond, lumberjacks, the, the the Ram Dock Dogs. That's a big feature. People love to watch that. Um, you know the duck races for the kids. They love that too. Mammoth Lakes has a wonderful uh, layout seminar layout. That's all the the 100 row where the Eastern Sierras is is all shifted down this year. It's right there when you first walk into the hall. We have more boats than we've quality boats that we've ever had at the Fred Hall show before. We're, we're overflowing. I could add another fifty or sixty boats if I had room. I simply do not have the room. It, it's unbelievable. You it's, know, this is about Cal, California's largest boat show. And everyone that's going to be there is going to be offering some type of a deal, one way or the other. That the only place you can get it is at the Fred Hall show. 
Well, yeah, you know, especially the tackle retailers. They're, they've been planning for this all year. You know, the Turners and the Fisherman's Landings and the you know, Angler's Arsenals, everybody, they're planning on this all year long. So you get there, you're going to get deals you're not going to get anywhere else for the rest of the year. And when they're gone, they're gone. A lot of these items are, have been purchased specifically for this show. So, yeah, it's, it's a wonderful thing. But, you know, and, and, and I want everybody to buy and sell a lot of stuff, but, but mostly I want them to come and have fun. I want them to celebrate fishing and hunting and outdoor recreation and, and bring their families and, and have a great time. That's, that's what I hope for because I don't sell anything. You know, I just promote sport fishing and hunting and outdoor recreation. Well, you do a great job of it, Bart. And the, the unfortunate thing about this evening is with all the time that we had talking about this and that, we probably just barely scratched the surface on all the opportunities to enjoy those things that are outdoors that are going to be available there at the Long Beach Show. Yeah, we, we all, you know, there's never enough time to talk about this because I know specific things about every every little segment of this, you know, and Mike does too. And, you know, we, we love to tell those stories, but it takes three hours. <laughs> right. Well, part yeah. of uh, we, I can't tell you, I know you guys are busy. You're going to be busy up until the last minute. Thank you for taking some of the time here on Sunday to be with us and share with us your enthusiasm and the excitement for the upcoming Fred Hall Show. It's going to be a great event, and we need as many people as uh, can possibly get there to be there because if you're not there, you're going to miss out on one of the great activities happening all year round here in Southern California. And Bart, thanks a lot for being with us. Thank you. I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm sitting in the parking lot of the Long Beach Convention Center doing this on, on my car radio. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we, look, boats here. we look forward <laughs> to seeing you when we get there, Bart. Thanks a lot. Okay, we'll see you guys. Thanks for having me. All right. All right take care. And we want to invite our audience. Stan, you're going to be at the Fred Hall Show real quick. What are you going to be doing? I'll be in the... Uh, 1-800-BASSBOAT for insurance. You know, if you want the best, forget the rest and come and see me. Uh, it's right across from St. Croix, which is another sponsor of mine, so I'll be working with them also. And I'll probably have to slide by and say hi to you in the booth. Okay, and Wendy, what are you going to be doing over there? I will be at the main Iserline booth in row 800. All right, and Rod Real Radio will be there. We're going to have a lot of goodies and giveaways and stickers, and come on by, say hello, and, and tell us. Every show, Wendy, you got to have Wendy talk more. You and Stan are talking way too much, so we'll make sure that we, <laughs> we get that done. Jump in there, girl. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Hey, on behalf of Jorge and Ben and always in memory of Big Tuna Bill, thanks for listening tonight. We look forward to seeing you at the Fred Hall Show starting Wednesday, March the 1st. If we don't see you there, get out on the water. They're getting away. Good night, everyone. We're out for now. Where you left a row half done, you claimed that Hohen.